what kind of compliance consultants are there to choose from? That is today's question on the Transition to RA video series. It is question number 34. Hi, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RA, where I help you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. Uh, on today's question, we're going to talk about compliance consultants. Uh, and and I, I talk a lot about them because it is, it is a big part of having your own RAA. Uh, and I've even done some videos already for it. Well, you know, first, uh, a whole video on just this concept of, of having to pay for your own compliance and doing your own compliance and and what would that mean to you? Uh, so I, I definitely encourage you to take a look at that video. And then I also did one that talked about, hey, what, what do these compliance consultants cost? You know, what can I expect both from an initial standpoint and kind of an ongoing standpoint as well? So like I said, two other videos I've done, uh, make sure to check those out as well. Uh, this will just complement those previous ones. And so uh, on this one, and I'll, I'll preface it by saying there's, as a reminder, there's, there's two main things you use compliance consultants for as your own RIA. Uh, so the first thing is that initial upfront engagement uh, where you literally need to set up your RIA from a legal regulatory perspective. So you need to create your ADV, you need to do all the filings, you need to create your advisory agreement, you need to get your licenses all set up underneath it. Uh, you know, so we'll call that the, the startup portion of the RIA. So that, that's kind of like the first prong of what you use a compliance consultant for. Uh, and then distinctly separate from that is working with a compliance consultant on an ongoing basis to make sure uh, a, whole, a whole multitude of things, everything from, you know, your annual license renewals uh, to your ADV updates you have to do along the way to, oh, a, a regulation has changed. And so let's Let's think through how this is going to impact the, the processes and procedures you have there in your, your office. Um, th that's why you pay a compliance consultant to help you do all of that and to help you stay on track with all of the responsibilities you will have. And it's, it's nothing, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be a daunting thing because then these are specialty firms that help you with this exact thing. Um, and so, like I said, two main things they help with the startup part and then the ongoing, uh, the ongoing compliance. And, and I would just point out those are, those are again, distinctly separate. In, in theory, you don't have to use a compliance consultant for either one. If you wanted to attempt to do it on your own, you could. There's no regulatory thing that says you have to use a compliance consultant. Um, just in reality, though, every single RIA does use a compliance consultant, at least to start up their firm. Uh, and any RA of size absolutely uses a consultant firm to, to help them with that ongoing compliance. But sometimes you might pick one, one consultant firm for that startup part and a, and a separate consultant firm for the, the ongoing part. Um, and so that, that kind of ties into what I wanted to talk about on, on this video is, you know, what are the differences of these, these compliance consultants? And I use that term kind of broadly, as you'll see kind of use it as a, an umbrella terminology, but I did want to walk you through kind of the, the different kinds and why you might at, uh, work with one versus another or why for, for part of your, your uh, lifespan as an RA, it might be one and then, and then part something different. And so uh, I did want to just, just, I'll touch on them and then I'll, I'll come back and go through them on the, uh, each one at a time. So uh, the first one is just essentially a, a standalone compliance consultant that helps you with that startup and helps you with the ongoing piece. Uh, and again, I'll circle back to that. The second one is a standalone attorney 
that specializes in helping advisors primarily on that front end part. So where you might be looking for an attorney, and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll do a whole separate video on this, really dive into how you, how you work with it, when you might need to, and then how you would work on the attorney on that front end. Um, but if, if you're coming from, you know, perhaps a captive environment and it's a non-protocol firm and there might be solicitation uh, concerns to think through, there, there's specialty attorneys that, that help in that exact part of the whole transition into the model and, and provide that specialized advice on exactly how to do it properly, how not to run afoul of any of any uh, issues you, you might ultimately have with your prior firm and things like that. And so uh, those, you wouldn't necessarily call those compliance consultants. Again, I'm, I'm putting them under the umbrella, but just know there's these essentially specialty attorneys that, that are, help you walk through those particular issues. Um, and then the, then the third one is, is firms that are combined, that compliance and the specialty attorney. And so just a quick to run through them. And again, maybe we, we started or I kind of already dove into it on that, that specialty attorney. So there's, there's certainly cases you wouldn't necessarily need that level of guidance. Um, for instance, if you're already uh, an at an independent broker dealer that clearly says you, Mr. or Mrs. Advisor, own your book and you don't have any sort of, you know, you didn't inherit a book from the firm or anything like that. It's, it's everything you grew on yourself. You're generally not going to have, you know, issues or concerns that are going to rise to the point where you would need to engage one of these specialty attorneys. However, there, there are those scenarios where it is highly advisable to bring them on into the conversation and to make sure, okay, here's the process. Here's what you should consider doing. Here's what you should consider not doing in the process. So again, the standalone attorneys have that specialty. Then you have, again, just kind of use the same term, a compliance consultant firms that are, that are not attorneys, that are not law firms, uh, but they are specialists in compliance. They're, they're often staffed with ex-regulators, uh, you know, directly from the SEC or, or maybe even large uh, financial services firms that, that, they, that they came from. So very, very um, experienced folks that know how to set up the RA, how to do the filing, how to do the ongoing compliance, how to interpret rule changes as they come along over the over a period of time. And, and, and it's, it's worthwhile using those folks, again, for those two distinct steps you need to be doing. Um, and, then, and then third, again, there's some firms that do, do both of those. So not only are they, you know, the traditional compliance consultant steps that start up and ongoing, they also have in-house that legal expertise as a law firm. And so oftentimes, uh, again, a, a, an advisor that might be, uh, have those potential scenarios that they want to, they want to step up the engagement and actually bring in that specific legal advice might be looking to use one of those firms to say, Hey, under, under one umbrella here, I can get both the legal advice and expertise and guidance that I'm going to need. And that same firm, because I've now spent all this time working with them on this, this, this kind of legal component can also help set up my RIA for me um, and then help me on an ongoing basis. So there are those firms that are kind of all under one roof as well. Um, and then I would tell you, you can separate this out however you want. You might be attracted to one of those firms that, that does it all under the roof, but you specifically maybe only from them want the specific guidance with respect to the, the legal issues. And then you say, okay, outside of that, I actually like this, this compliance consultant firm over here that, that's not a law firm, but I like how they 
they put together the service offering of the actual startup package and, and the ongoing basis. So there's there's no rules that say you, you have to stay with one firm over some period of time versus another, that you have to do everything under one roof. Um, it's just kind of like anything. There's there's certainly pros and cons. Going with going to the firm under, where it's everything under one roof, hey, maybe that makes things easier because you're only having to communicate things once perhaps. Um, however, that package of services might might be more expansive than what you need for your particular circumstance. So, so perhaps you are better off just going with the, the standalone compliance consultant and you don't need that legal advice. And, and this is the sort of thing I help advisors think through all the time. It's, it's not just a matter of, well, why is it I need to be hiring these folks? It's also, okay, I, I get it. And in my particular scenario as an advisor, I am or are not going to need this part and this part and maybe this part. And then, and then who are the providers out there and why might I choose one over the other? Again, that's, that's a thing, I, a conversation I have with advisors, you know, all the time. And the, the final thought just to keep in mind on this, and I, I did do, a, a, again, that separate video on how much these folks cost or how much they charge for their services. And, and it really comes down to not just the cost, but, but why you might choose, again, the, the all-in-one option or the standalone options is a, is a couple things. I mean, one, how complex is your situation? Again, are you an independent broker-dealer advisor uh, that's not going to have any solicitation-type concerns at all? Or, or, or are you at a very captive firm that, that might take issue with solicitation uh, and or maybe you, again, inherited some book or is reassigned to you? Okay, is that going to be a concern? And so, Depends on the complexity again is gonna is gonna guide which of these paths you go down and likewise what the what the cost is as well um, and and with that is just the, the risks involved again if it's a if it's a higher risk scenario you're gonna want to go with maybe a, a more full service offer in here that can and really try to help you manage those risks if if your scenario is very low risk that might be overkill and, and the solution over here is is better for you and, and perhaps less expensive for you as well. Uh, and then the last example I would give of, of why advisors might, you know, choose one path over another is, is to some degree, some folks, even if they don't have a very high risk scenario or a very complex scenario, some advisors say, you know what, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to take any chances and I'm willing to pay, even if it's a premium for someone to essentially do it all for me and basically handhold me through every step of the process, even if it's overkill, even if it's more than I probably need, to me, for peace of mind, that that is what's gonna is what's gonna make me satisfied. And 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 so there are advisors that take that path as well. And again, that's what I, I help folks think through of, of do they need to go down this path, this path? Where is their comfort level? Where is their budget? Uh, and and let's find the best you know, kind of common ground to satisfy all of those points. So uh, again, having a compliance consultant, extremely important uh, as having your own RIA. Uh, there's cost involved you want to be aware of. Um, there's different firms out there you want to be aware of. And then and on today's video, again, we just recap the different types of firms and, 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 and or do they involve legal? Are they standalone? Are they under one umbrella? Uh, again, this is something you want to be aware of before you begin this process of exploring them to make sure you are going down that correct path. So with that, like I said, my name is Brad Wales with Transition to RA, where I help advisors understand everything there is to know about why 
and how to transition to the RA model. Uh, today's video, perfect case about that. Well, while compliance is certainly not a glamorous, exciting part of the business, it's, it's nonetheless a very important part of the business. And, and this is nothing to get overwhelmed about. This is, this is just part of running an RA. Thousands of advisors have come before you and started their own RAs and got their hands around the compliance aspect to it. Uh, but it is important to know how this process works, who you should be engaging with, what you can expect from a cost perspective, a responsibility perspective on your part. Um, so that's the type of thing I, I, I hope to help advisors with. Um, if you're not already there, head on over to transitiontora.com. Uh, that's my website. You can go to that. You can see I've got plenty of videos posted. I've got white papers. Uh, and then the easiest thing to do is just simply click on the, uh, you'll see a, a, dis, uh, a schedule now for my discovery calls. There's a link at the top to contact link. And, and you can easily and instantly set up a discovery call with me to begin this sort of dialogue. Whether you have questions about this specific topic or just more broadly, you want to begin that conversation about what it would mean to you to potentially transition into the RA model as well. I'm happy to have that conversation with you. So with that, I hope, I hope you found value in today's video and I'll see you on the next one.